Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are at Colossae, grace to you and peace from God, our Father. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which, with which you have for all the saints, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel which has come to you, just as in all the world also it is constantly bearing fruit and increasing, even as it has been doing in you also since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God and truth, just as you learned it from Paphras, our beloved fellow bondservant, who is a faithful servant of Christ on our behalf. And he also informed us of your love and the Spirit. Thank you, Micah. Thank you, Alberta Baptist Church, for the opportunity to be here this morning. And encourage you to take your Bibles with you and open to the passage in Colossians. And as you're turning there, uh, again, it's great to have Teresa with me. I remind you, this Wednesday we will celebrate 498 months of marriage. And we're working toward 500 come January 24th. So we're excited about that. And it's great to have Mike Jackson. Mike, thank you for coming to be a part of this celebration from our state Baptist office in Montgomery. And um, it's always great to, to see our state missionaries out working and doing so much for the kingdom. But it is such a privilege to be here this morning. And I want you to know that it was almost two years ago that I preached my last sermon here in this pulpit. And um, I want you to know that we we love Alberta Baptist. We love you dearly. And over the past two years, nothing has changed except to say we love you even more. We have four reasons now to love you more as you've called KJ to be your pastor. And so we are, we're so thrilled to be here and thankful for this opportunity to preach on this, this special day. We just read the passage, and so let me pray for us. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for the gospel, the truth, the gospel. Thank you for the fruit of the gospel that we have seen in the life of Alberta Baptist Church. Thank you for their love and for their faith and for the hope that we share in Jesus. Lord, as we share this morning, may we be encouraged as we look back, as we celebrate, and as we give thanks to you, the giver of all good things. So, Lord, may you be glorified in this hour, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In Colossians, Paul's reminding them of the truth of the gospel and the fruit of the gospel in their lives. He encourages them and commends them for their faith and their love. And their faith and love, they were testimonies of the fact that they were truly trusting in and living out the gospel, living out the truth. So I'm thankful this morning for the fact that Alberta Baptist is a living testimony of the truth of that gospel. So in a spirit this morning of giving thanks, please allow me just a few minutes to reminisce. I think KJ gets nervous when I reminisce, but KJ, let me just share with you what the past seven years, what happened seven years ago. In an unusual move, two churches became one. 
Open Door Baptist Church merged with Alberta Baptist Church. First of all, this morning, I'm thankful for Open Door Baptist Church. Open Door Baptist Church took a step of faith when they called me as their pastor in June of 2006. I had been pastor 11 years at First Baptist Church in Sylacauga, and we felt very clearly the Spirit of the Lord leading us to Tuscaloosa. Our prayer was from Exodus 33, where Moses said to the Lord, Lord, if you don't go with us, we don't want to go. And we felt God's presence with us as we came to Tuscaloosa in 2006. Interesting story, as we began our ministry there, I wanted to preach a series of sermons on the basics of the gospel. The first Sunday that I was at Open Door, some of you may remember, I'm sure, I preached a sermon called The Wisdom of the Cross. I preached that passage from 1 Corinthians, The Wisdom of the Cross. And that morning, we had two families join our church, the Wisdom family and the Cross family. I kid you not. (laughs) I thought, Lord, this is either going to be the wildest time of my life, the strangest time, or this is a great confirmation. So anyway, the two families joined. We had eight years of ministry at Open Door, and these were amazing times with amazing people. The Open Door people were some of the most faithful people I've ever had the privilege of serving with. The church never grew numerically like I had envisioned, but oh, how God grew me in my faith, and I believe that God was growing the people of Open Door. I believe God was preparing them for a great future as we struggled together. Open Door's faithfulness in giving and praying and serving, it amazed me then, and as I remember it now, it still blows me away. I could tell you many, many stories how God supernaturally worked and provided for Open Door Baptist Church through His people and in miraculous ways. Fast forward to April 27, 2011, the tornado came through this area, destroying many of the buildings, much of the buildings here on this property. The leadership at Open Door Baptist Church quickly said, we want to invite Alberta Baptists to come and meet at our facility. They need a place to meet. I know there were a lot of ministry opportunities here with a tent and a trailer going on on this property, but as far as meeting, there was no place to meet. So Alberta Baptists, joined in the building over on 1761 McFarland Boulevard East. Within a couple of weeks, two churches were meeting under one roof on that property. If you remember, is the way I remember it. My memory's not always the same way Teresa remembers things, but uh, I do remember that when uh, Alberta came to Open Door, there was a brief time where there were some afternoon meetings. It might be wrong. But within a few weeks, there was a time when we began to meet together under one roof. Alberta would have worship in the Open Door Sanctuary while Open Door had Sunday school. Then Alberta would have Sunday school when Open Door had worship, all in the same building. Not long into that relationship, it was decided that we should just meet together. So we put together a preaching schedule that worked for both churches and Jennifer worked with the choir, and Sunday school had to be rearranged, but we had one building with two churches meeting together. We met like this for three years while this building was being rebuilt here on this property. In early 2014, this building was completed, and after many tearful goodbyes, 
Alberta Baptist came back to 2210 University Boulevard East. An open door remained at their location. The tears led to action because we'd become such a part of each other's lives. As a result, we began talks that spring about merging the two church families. We had a group from both churches who met and prayed together and tried to work out as many of the details as we could anticipate. Then after a series of meetings and prayer, it was voted on both congregations, by both, both congregations, that we should indeed merge. And the merger was accomplished. The first Sunday of November 2014, the people of Alberta Baptist welcomed the people of Open Door Baptist into this, not only this facility, but into their family, into their hearts and lives. All of the Open Door members who were present here that day became members of Alberta Baptist Church. That was the day that I had the privilege of becoming one of your pastors. The Open Door property remained over at 1761 East McFarland. And it remained there with a, I might add, a sizable mortgage. But Alberta Baptist Church, Brother Mike, said they would take care of that mortgage. Tammy had a lot of <laughs> sleepless nights as she made the books balance. But somehow God provided. And the best I remember is October 22nd, I think 2016, Joey, I'm not sure, that we closed on that property. And we praise the Lord for, for that. It's in our passage this morning that Paul mentions the faith and the love of the Colossians. I want to speak for a few minutes this morning of the faith and the love that we've seen in this work of God's grace called Alberta Baptist Church. Let me again begin as I talk about faith, reminding you of the faith of the Open Door Baptist Church. It took great faith for Open Door members to continue to minister during difficult days. That faith was truly a gift of God. The faith of Open Door Baptist to trust the Lord in the merger, to give up their name and become a part of Alberta Baptist Church was a testimony to the grace of God in their lives. Their desire to grow God's kingdom in this unusual union was a step of faith on the part of the Open Door congregation. The faith of Alberta Baptist Church to step out and to do the unheard of and invite another church to join them was truly God-inspired and God-honoring. This beautiful sanctuary, to me, so nice to be back today. But this place is a vivid reminder to me personally of the grace of God. Because most pastors have to leave the congregation that they love to join a new family. I didn't have to do that. I got a new family, new relationships, new joys, new opportunities, new challenges. But I got all of that as a pastor without leaving the family that I loved, Open Door. They came with me. What a unique opportunity for a pastor. Only God's grace could do that. There were wonderful days of getting to know each other as we rolled up our sleeves and we served together here at Alberta. In Colossians 1.3, Paul says, We give thanks to God. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you since we heard of your faith. This morning, I, I want to remind you that Alberta Baptist has a faith 
that makes a difference. Your faith in Jesus Christ has made a difference. But notice, first of all, Paul says, we, we give thanks. Paul was writing, or more than likely, he was dictating this letter under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. He was dictating this letter to Timothy, who was his fellow servant. And they were sending this letter to the Colossian church. But Paul was there. Timothy was there. He was writing, as we saw in verse 7, where Epaphras had been to Colossae. And he had had a great work of the ministry of the Holy Spirit there in Colossae. So as you think about, Paul says, we give thanks. There was Paul and Timothy, Epaphras. There was a missionary team who together praised the Lord for the faith of the church. Let me remind you this morning that there are many, many who've played a part in the work of faith here at Alberta Baptist Church. You know that when you see a turtle sitting on a fence post, he didn't get there by himself. None of us got here by ourselves. I could mention a long list of wonderful pastors from here and Open Door. Matter of fact, Teresa and I ran into Brother Joe Bob Mizell at the convention just this week. He's just one of many pastors. But as I think of the faith that sets Alberta Baptist apart, I'm reminded of Hebrews 11. You know, the writer of Hebrews begins talking about faith in that chapter. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the conviction, assurance of things not seen. But then he goes on into a story of great men and women who've gone on before us. And their presence as spectators in heaven provide the inspiration for our faith. They're no longer with us, but they inspire us because we remember their faithfulness. He mentions men and women like Noah and Abraham and Sarah and Isaac. Men and women, the writer says, of, this, of whom the world was not worthy. Well, this morning I want to think of Lawrence Jones. Most Alberta members don't, never met him. But Lawrence Jones was a pillar at, Al, at Open Door Baptist Church. Although he was not alive at the time of the merger, his leadership and calming presence was a source of stability for years at Open Door. He was a man who loved deeply. I think of Carl Logan. Carl comes to mind. He passed away shortly after the merger. But he was a faithful deacon and Sunday school teacher at Open Door. And he provided so much encouragement to me personally and to many other Open Door members. Although they were deceased, they were a part of this family and they were a part of this merger. What a joy it was for us as Open Door members to get to know Miss Emily Thomas. <laughs> she was such a blessing as we merged together and she faithfully loved on our children every week. One of my favorite men's book is entitled Finishing Strong by Steve Farrar. It's a book written by a man for a man, for men, on how to finish strong in the Christian life. But I want you to know that I learned more about finishing strong from a woman. By watching Carolyn Matthews. I didn't do this when I went over my notes. We all watched her and were touched by her as she finished her race 
with grace and dignity. Bruce Mills comes to mind. Bruce said, I'll follow you anywhere as long as you know where you're going. Does <laughs> that sound like Bruce? Doug Brown and his quiet spirit and words of encouragement. It always meant so much to me. Pauline Williams, Billy Barton, we could talk about so many. But all of these are part of your faith, the faith of Alberta Baptist Church. And now, Brother Herbert Davis is one of those heavenly spectators who provide inspiration for our faith. He was another who impacted my life and the life of this church in so many ways. Your faith, my faith, the faithful work of this church is a part of a much larger story. So many have played a role and touched our lives in so many, so many ways. When we think of the faith evidenced by this church and its membership, it's not a cause to congratulate one another, but it's an opportunity to thank the Lord. That's what Paul says. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you since we heard of your faith. That's what Paul says. When Paul and this great missionary team heard of the spiritual progress of the Colossians, they didn't congratulate themselves. They gave glory to God and thanks to God. And I want you to know that's what I want to do this morning, is thank the Lord for you. And that's what we should all do today, is thank the Lord for his goodness for his faithfulness to Alberta Baptist Church. To God be the glory. When I think of you, I give thanks to God is what Paul is saying. Whenever we pray for you, he says, we always pray giving thanks for you. Thinking of you, Paul says, makes us thankful because your faith has made a difference. James says in James 2.18 that genuine faith is always evidenced. You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without the works and I'll show you my faith by my works. I know of no other church, Brother Mike, in this convention who is working harder to impact their community than Alberta Baptist Church. Your faith is making a difference. Not only is your labor of faith making an impact in this community, but your labor of faith is making a difference on the campus at the University of Alabama. Your labor of faith is making a difference by sending the gospel all around the world. Thank you. I thank God for you. But I encourage you, as Paul did the church at Corinth, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Alberta Baptist exhibits a faith that makes a difference. Alberta Baptist also possesses a love that changes lives. We give thanks to God the Father, verse 3. Verse 4, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have for all the saints. See, there's a love that God gives us for all people. We should love everybody. But did you know there's a particular love that the Bible speaks of that we as Christians have for one another? A love for the brethren, a love for the saints. 
Paul said in Galatians 6, So then while we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, and especially to those who are of the household of the faith. The love that Alberta Baptist extended to Open Door Baptists that November 2014, that was the love of Christ. That was a genuine love for the brethren. This church is a shining example of loving the family of God. A love especially to those who are the household of the faith. I love what Kenneth Weiss says of this love in Colossians 1.4. He says it's the particular love which the Colossian saints had for all the saints. That was the agape love which is produced in the heart of the yielded saint by the Holy Spirit, a love which impels one to sacrifice oneself for the person loved. That's what you did, Alberta Baptist Church. You sacrificed yourself for the person loved, for Open Door Baptist. Weiss goes on to say about this love, though it's not just a love for or a love toward, it's more accurately translated, it's a love into, showing that the Colossians' love reached into the very hearts of the other saints. This is so true, I know, of my life and the life of my family. Your love reached into our hearts and changed us forever. Two churches came together to love one another, to serve together, to become one in order to show the world the love of Christ. And that's what you've done. Your love was a manifestation of the love of Christ. It was a manifestation of your love for Christ, who is the object of your faith. It was the revealing of Christ's love in you, his love flowing through you to others. Paul said in Romans 5 that the love of Christ has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who's been given to us. So if you're a spirit-filled Christian today, God's love is in you, flowing out to others. And that's what you've done for us, Alberta. I want to commend you this morning for your faith. I want to commend you this morning for your love. But I also want to challenge you as Paul challenged the church at Thessalonica. Paul said this about their love. He said, Now as to the love of the brethren, you have no need for anyone to write to you, for you yourselves are taught by God to love one another. For indeed you do practice it toward all the brethren who are in Macedonia. But we urge you, brethren, to excel still more. You're doing it, but excel still more. My challenge to you this morning, whatever you're doing, don't be satisfied. Excel still more. However you are loving others, don't be satisfied. Excel still more. However you are serving this community, don't be satisfied. Excel still more. However you are sharing with others, don't be satisfied. Excel still more. I thank you. I thank the Lord for you, Alberta Baptist. You have a faith that's making a difference. You possess a love that changes lives. And thirdly, you proclaim a hope that is certain. Verse 5, because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel, the faith and love demonstrated by the church at Colossae 
was based on the hope that was theirs, not in possession now, but a hope that is laid up for them in heaven. It is a hope kept in store and will certainly be possessed. It is a hope laid up in the heavens in the presence of Christ who secured it and who will bestow it. It is a hope that is future, as not yet enjoyed, but it is certain. It is coming. Alberta Baptists, don't lose sight of your hope. It's a hope that is certain. Paul said a hope that is seen is no hope at all. <laughs> but we hope in a certainty, a hope. This hope is the unimagined glory of spiritual perfection. This hope is the living in the unshaded radiance of God's face. This hope is an uninterrupted fellowship with God personally. It sounds like something KJP would say. But it's a hope that's real. A hope that's certain. This is the hope of Alberta Baptist. This is a hope that all of us as believers have. It's a hope corporately, but it's also a very personal hope. For Peter says this, For we obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are protected by the power of God through faith. This hope is very personal because it's reserved in heaven for you. We can't inherit this hope just by being a part of this congregation. You can't become a recipient of this hope just by suiting up and showing up. Each of us must individually place our faith and trust in the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he becomes our hope. So it's a very personal hope, but it's also a hope that is protected. Peter says it's protected by the power of God. Can you imagine anything more secure than that? A hope that is protected by the power of God. This is the hope that we proclaim to the world. This is the hope that we have in Christ Jesus. We give thanks this morning for Alberta Baptist, for your faith that makes a difference, your love that changes lives, and your hope that is certain. And finally, we give thanks to God that you believe in a gospel that is true. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel. Paul says you've heard of this hope through the preaching of the truth, which is the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. See, the truth belongs to the gospel. The gospel is the truth. The truth of the gospel is the source of our hope, our faith, and our love. All of our life as believers to be centered in the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. John Eady says this, it was the gospel which they had heard. It was by hearing it that they believed it. Through the gospel, they had come to know fully the grace of God. For the grace of God is the essence of the gospel. Listen, the gospel, it is the good news that God has in his sovereign favor pitied and blessed the world. And he has conferred upon it an unmerited and unexpected salvation. That while he might have punished, he resolved to pardon. That when he might have permitted the law to take its course, he has formed an economy of grace which man had no right to anticipate and God himself was under no obligation to introduce. In every element of the gospel, 
in its pardon and purity, in its hope and life, in its provision of blessings, and in its precepts as much as its privileges, there is felt and known the grace of God. Church, that is the gospel, the grace of God. The grace of God had been taught them without contamination through the truth of the gospel. The gospel is our message to the world. The world may want to deny it, but they can never defile it. The the world may want to challenge it, but they can never change it. May Alberta Baptist continue to be a source of thanksgiving to God for your faith, love, and hope, and your commitment to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the work of grace that you've done in each of our hearts. Thank you for the privilege that we have to proclaim this gospel unashamedly to a world who needs it so desperately. Father, we do thank you. We give thanks to you this morning for Alberta Baptist Church. I thank you for what this church has meant in my life, the life of my family. Thank you for those who've gone before us from this church family who continue to inspire us. And Lord, as the writer of Hebrews says, it's those in the past who inspire us. It's the sin that so easily besets us that we lay aside that prepares us. And it's fixing our eyes on Jesus that motivates us to go into the world with this gospel. Lord, may we be, each of us, secure in our hope. And Lord, ready to share that hope with a lost and dying world. I pray if there's anyone here this morning that doesn't know you, that today would be the day they give their heart to Jesus. Of course, in his name we pray. Amen.